Holy shit. It's, uh, I didn't think it was going to happen, but we're back. I bet a lot of it's you... Been a, uh, it's been a, uh, a minute. Uh, we've had hiatuses before, but this is the longest. Uh, I think uh, October... I, think, I looked before, it was October 7th. It was the last time we put out an episode. So, October, November, December, January, February, five months. Yes. And I'm how, back. yeah, five months. And five must be our lucky number because this week is the fifth anniversary of us uh, doing this podcast. Yes. It was March 1st, 2018. Yeah. I mean, it, humble beginnings in a vehicle. Pretty much in 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 the cold, like right now. Yes, it is ass cold out here. Just it now. is. It, it's the. It didn't. It's just the wind. Like when well, there's no wind, it's yes. actually okay. Yeah, right now there's really no wind. There's a slight breeze, but it's not terrible. Yeah. I, I look like I should be singing fucking tunes outside of a uh, lit garbage can in Philadelphia right now. <laughs> I got my fingerless gloves on. I got a hat, a hoodie. I have my fingerless gloves on too. Yeah. They're my cigar smoking gloves. Do 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 do. Certain things in five years have not changed, yeah. and uh, the, the consistent that's really been there has been the cigars. We we have pretty much uh, always done that. We have. So I, I guess admit I have slowed down with my uh, cigar smoking. Oof, uh, I have not. No, no other reason other than uh, just uh, monetary. Yeah, I haven't. I've been out here in the in the sunshine, in the sleet, in the snow. Um, this is my uh, this is my sanctuary out here. So I've really have, uh, pretty much every day I've been out here, and I've been. I mean, you've, like, you've taken over my mantle of like smoking cigars every day. Per, well, per, I I you know what? It was the pandemic, and it was having um, a baby a couple of years. Well, not having it. My wife had the baby. But a couple years ago, and just kind of like needing some like relaxation time, and uh, yeah, I just started coming out here first. It was like during the afternoon, then it was at night, and then it was every other night, and then it was every night. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> it can get very addicting. It does. It, it does because like I look forward to this. Like, well, especially after everything that's been going on. So, but I've been kind of like, this is like my time. Like, I get to watch my shows out here, and um, like last night I watched the Mandalorian episode last night out here while having a cigar. Um, yeah, so it's been uh, my lungs. My lungs hate me. At yes. The moment. So I hate my view. Uh, so let's. I mean, we've been gone a while, and. Um, I guess we should kind of explain where we've been. There is a big announcement here. There is. So I don't even remember if I even announced this on the podcast. No, you did not. And if it's the same thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. So um, my wife and I had, we welcomed baby number two, a baby girl. Gums. Yeah, you call her Gums. Uh, she, She was born a week after we did this podcast. So that's why there's been a very long delay now i think we tried twice to do one but i think you had to end up working overtime or i couldn't do it or, or something there just, might have been yeah or it could have been one of my children having a meltdown there's that's, something that's, like that we so we did try at the beginning and it just kind of you know we had to take a kind of hiatus and just regroup and 
kind of get our shit together. And I, I was doing late feedings for the baby, and uh, it just wasn't really kind of timing correctly. Um, and then, uh, you know, now everything's kind of settled, and we put the baby down around 9, and here we are. Yeah, uh, shot of bourbon and just knocks her right Yeah, out. you know, she uh, she's a big drinker, my youngest. So this is a... Uh, and the two kids is crazy, Tom. I know you know that. You've known that for a long time. But uh, it's... Uh, uh, so I've been kind of, like I said, pulling my hair out. And it's, uh, you know, the, the, the oldest is acting up, and the little one's good. But it's... Uh, uh, yeah. When all <laughs> they do is eat shit and sleep, yeah, they're amazing. They're, they're the greatest thing ever. Yeah, she started... Ones, Go ahead. I get in arguments daily, and it's about just stupid stuff. Like, they leave their dresser drawers open. They uh, they fight about dinner. Like, And I'm making food that's, like, good. You know, like kid food. Like burgers and pizza and chicken. And they hate that. Uh, arguments. This is the new thing. Now, when we were in school, we never wore uh, sweatpants, correct? Like, except for in maybe in gym in the winter. No, I feel like we really, we, we definitely had this conversation recently. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it is just, they, like, my kids will only wear sweatpants and because they're girls, leggings. And it's absolutely infuriating. Why? I, like, bang my head against the wall. I'm like, they're like, we don't like jeans. We don't like the way it feels. I'm like, how do you not like the way fucking jeans feel? It, like, I, I don't know. And they wear these fucking sweatpants that look like, and no offense to Walmart people, but huh. I love you. You are bringing me hours of entertainment when I watch you on the uh, the tube of you. But I, uh, I, I, they dress like it, and I'm like, you fucking bums. You look like <laughs> fucking homeless. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, uh, I think girls, girls can get away with that, though. Guys can't. You guys were now. I noticed that guys wear sweatpants. As There's only older. one man. There's only one man that can wear gray sweatpants. Yes, go to a strip club though. I don't know who that is. Old <laughs> like, DW. DW. From the cabin. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does. He does wear sweatpants. Um, I think one thing we need to we we. As we are getting back into this, we're going to try to have a, uh, a little bit more revised show. There's going to be a few changes that might happen. We will try to keep the uh, the inside jokes to a minimum so that people are listening. Who are sitting there going, "Who the fuck is this guy?" We're not going to. We'll, we'll try to uh, slow that down. Or you could just. Have, that's the problem, though. Me and Joe have so many inside jokes that it's very hard for us to uh, not say them. To refrain from them, yeah. Well, you yeah. could always you could always just go back from the beginning and listen to all. I don't even know how many episodes we have. I mean, we should be up to like 300 by now. <laughs> We've taken so many breaks over the last two years and yeah. hiatuses. And so I think we're close to around 200 now, maybe a little over. But uh, if you want to go back to our back catalog and listen to some of them, uh, feel free to. Yeah, you'll pick up some of the inside jokes from that. I think so, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, i just kind of been raising two kids and barely having a life and... Now I'm starting to kind of slowly get back out there. What have you been up to in the last several months? Uh, <laughs> uh, I am, uh, I guess I should bring out my big announcement right now. Um, I am, I am we, we talked about this for the past five years. I've been talking about this for the past probably 19 years and, and two months. But uh, 
I'm getting very close to retirement. You are. You are. I am a. I am a. Essentially, a heartbeat away from retirement. I have. I technically have about a hundred and sixty-ish work days left. Work days mm-hmm. or uh, scheduled days. Let me put it that way: scheduled days. I am down to forty-eight from my calculations. Forty-eight work days. Because of vacation time, right? Vacation sick. I've. I, like, I've been banging out like crazy. Uh, it just, I have so much time I have to burn. Because if I don't burn it, I lose it. <laughs> I could yeah. technically go, I could have left about a month and a half ago. I, hmm. But they actually pay me for a certain amount of, or, uh, excuse me, holiday and vacation. So I'm trying to get the big check to kind of mm-hmm. get myself into, you know, like, with my job, which I'll explain in a little bit. Um, when you get a retirement from them, it does not... They don't give you like your um, retirement check like the next week. It takes like a, a it could take up to like three months from one month to three months for your so first check. I need, yeah, so I need that, wow. especially now with a lot of the retirements that have been happening in the lovely state of New York. Um, I'm trying to uh, hoard that time, but I could technically have went about. I could have almost retired a year early. I had that much time on the books because I didn't burn a lot of time. Hmm. But I'm. Uh, I'm holding off, and I have 48 work days left, according to my calculations. Wow. You know, it's unbel- I remember years ago talking, you used to have, you have a countdown on your phone, and you'd be like, oh, 11 years left, and five years left, and now here we are. You have uh, essentially, what, six months left? Seven months left? Tech- on, on, in terms of retiring, you have seven months October, left. October 13th is my actual retirement Wow. Day. My wow. the last day I would have to work is May sixteenth. Hmm. So happy birthday to me on that one. Um, hmm. But yeah, I have I have a ton of time I got to burn, and uh, I just can't wait. I, I I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself. I mean, I have a, I have a tentative plan of where I would like to go after this, but for right now, I'm just it's full eyes, straight ahead, focused on getting them forty eight days done. It's funny because uh, I think I mentioned this before but like if you look at a lot of us we all started our careers like around that same time period it was always it was like the fall of 2003 like you me i think uh, mr x started his career around that time um a few people a few of us did so it's just kind of funny like we'll all probably be retiring around the same well time of year <laughs> i yes. still have a, i still have uh i just actually just during my break i hit the halfway mark for me, ah. so my plane. I now climbed the ski slope. Yes, I just got off That's the lift. I just got off the lift. You're off the lift. I'm off the lift. I'm okay. at the top of the mountain. I'm looking down, but it's yes. a long way down. It's a long. It's a long. It's a hill. long way down. It's We're a, talking Colorado. We're talking the the Alps. This yes. Is, this is an Olympic ski hill you're on. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm there. I'm halfway. I'm I'm past the halfway mark now, so I'm very excited. Uh, now, now for anyone who uh, who might be local and might know this, or probably it's pretty much any price ski slope. Once you get down to the bottom where the lodge is, all the hills kind of come down into the central lodging area. I guess you could say, like launch area, where you go to you know your chair lifts and all the all. The, I'm there right now. I'm pretty much. I'm at the bottom. I'm stopped. I'm taking off my skis. You stopped and you're thinking, should I go back for one more run? But you're like, nah, it's too cold. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not going up the, I'm not going up the bunny hill for one quick slide down again. No, yeah. I'm not doing another year. 
So my, my question for you is, after you retire, how long do you wait until you start your next, I guess, your next uh, job at the ski slope? Like, do you go into the lodge? Are you going to go right into the lodge and start working? Are you going to go into the lodge and relax a little bit? No, 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 no. I, uh, because I have so much time on the books, mm-hmm. my goal and my goal is to retire before summer starts. Right. That, I have about a month before um, the school year would end. I'm going to, at that point, go to all of the local schools around here, and I'm going to um, I'm going to send in my resumes and see if I can get an interview for it. And I'm going to start out like this. This is how I figure it's probably the best, my best course of action. I am going to see if they need summer help. Usually they hire people for summer help. A lot of the times it's janitors that are already working there, but sometimes they do bring on people to work summer help, you know, clean up the schools, do um, maintenance, things like that. My goal is to get in there in the summer, work my ass off, put my best foot forward, and hopefully springboard that into a full-time position when the new school year starts. Can you start that, though? I mean, can you start that before you officially retire? Be employed. Yeah. I will still be employed by my old job. So mm-hmm. I will be... It, I, it, yes, I can because I'm moving to a different... I, I would be working in a different state. My goal is to go uh. to Jersey. Uh, okay, so it's a different okay. state. It's a different pension system. I don't have to worry about anything. Okay. So okay. I would essentially, hopefully, do that for another twenty years, and then collect two state pensions. <laughs> wow. We were just talking about that today because my uh, my manager is about a year, a little over a year away from retiring, and we were talking. About, there's some people who retire at my organization, and they end up coming back as. Uh, I guess like advisors is the word for it. They use a different word, but they uh, the best way to describe it is as like, as like an advisor. I'm just but like, cats, aren't they? I, I don't. I'm not really sure how it works, but I'm like, once I'm done, I'm fucking done. I'm not coming yeah. back. I, I like you have to be fucking bored, sitting at home bored to like. I'm I'm done. I'm done. Sixty. Well, that's the thing though. Like you have to do a you have to do a pretty much a full career, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to do a, 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 a. My career is very short, and uh, I guess maybe we should just get the cat out of the bag now because I'm to the point where I just don't care anymore. You um, sure about that? <laughs> Are you I sure? I don't care. Because <laughs> you've um, done this a couple of times, and we had to like go back and like edit it out. <laughs> yes, because at that point there were certain restrictions on what my job may see as not being good but I'm to the point where I just write me up I, I don't care um, so oh boy. essentially big reveal the, the, on our big day back big five year anniversary reveal here we five go five year anniversary this is it's oh my it's gosh kind of a big announcement for five the, years the funny part um, is that anyone who listens to the show they know what you do yeah <laughs> it was, doesn't take a genius but go ahead I'll stop talking but I'm actually a uh I'm a police officer. I work here locally. I'm actually a detective in, if you want to call it that, I really don't do much, but uh, I'm a a local police officer and that's where a lot of what we talked about on here could be, um, I didn't want to give too much information on it when we were talking about certain crimes and certain actions, Mm -hmm. you know, that were taken. I, I, gave very vague answers, but a lot of what I was saying is based off of what the law is. So I tried not to come out and directly say 
things, but when we were talking about, you know, true crime events and, and situations when it came to criminality, I, I, if you will, I would have had more of a, uh, an insight into it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say an expert opinion on it, but more of a insight on exactly how things go down. But again, we are in the state of New York where it, the laws don't matter. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. let's call a spade a spade here. They, they've implemented this bail reform and they've done a lot of things that have, uh, in my eyes and from doing this job for 20 years have made it not uh, safe for the citizens, but we can get more into that, especially later on when I am definitely retired. Oh yeah. Um, but yes, that, that is, uh, that is the big reveal. It's, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I, it, it, it does feel very good to get it off of my chest because again, a lot of stuff that we talked about, um, it, I, I couldn't get too detailed with it, but now I, I'm kind of to the point where, you know, if there's something that's going on, um, and we have a few uh, true crime things that we were going to talk about coming up, we I've sent Joe a few things, and there's a few others that are I have in my uh, my queue, if you will, to uh, talk about, and I think we can give a, a much better insight at exactly how mm-hmm. it's going down. So, well, I've I've said this before. We did a pod, we did an episode a couple of years ago where you really kind of. In the, in the in the crime we were talking about, you like you kind of like knew certain things and like certain angles and how you were viewing it. And I said to you, I said, you know, like this would be really really good, like if we ever decided to go that route, because a lot of these true crime podcasters and there's so many out there. Like it's like between wrestling and true crime, like that's it's over it's an overcrowded market. But I don't think any of them that's where are, we don't want to be that way. Either. Yeah, and a lot of them, I, I don't think there's one out there where there's a cop doing it or a retired cop. It's usually just amateurs, amateur uh, sleuths. I do, I do listen to one. Um, oh, you do? A, he is a, he's a, it's actually part of a network, but he they have multiple shows on there. But he is, he never retired. I don't want to say he didn't retire. He, um, he didn't do a, a, a full 20-year retirement. Um, but he did retire early, and there was other circumstances based in there. And he's doing quite well for himself. Um, but, yeah, he, he has a very good insight on what goes on with that. And, you know, I listen to that, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. Where I hear other people, and they're, you know, they kind of give their opinion where it's not very fact-based. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, on, on exactly how it is. And, again, I, I'm, I can only speak for um, what would happen here in, say, New York. Right. Um, you know, other states have different laws and different ways of, uh, you know, conducting business. You know, some, I know some places have like almost like a, like a, its own separate like crime bureau type thing for it. That's, I think down in Georgia, they have something like that. So, it, it, and again, every state is different when it comes to it. So we'll try to give a take on it. And maybe take the take for New York, so maybe people would maybe understand it a little bit better if we do get into a topic of that. But yeah, for right now, like I said, I, I, it, it does feel good to get this kind of off of my chest. It, 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 to me, it was a, it was a big reveal. Other people may be listening, just going, "Yeah, who gives a fuck?" But uh, it, it it definitely makes things a little bit more um, easy to talk about, if you will, for me, because now I can. Instead of people speculating or thinking I'm crazy, I actually—I mean, I am crazy—but there's a little bit more meat into the meat in the potatoes here of the, right. of the store. Right. And if you want to know what I do, uh, stay tuned. In 18 and a half years, I will reveal what I 
who I work for. Yes. <laughs> that one, I, I cannot, I can't say what I do. They hang you for anything. Yeah, yeah see, my, my job does have a, uh, a policy on it, um, but it's more, I, I kind of really read into it, and it's more based off of the job and representing that place, where I would be more giving a, if we do anything like this, I would be giving more of a generalized um, knowledge-based mm-hmm. description of it. Um, they don't want you, you know, disparaging the name of the department or using, you know, things like that. So you kind of, I didn't want to really get into it because sometimes when it gets to certain cases and things like that, I do let my emotions get a little bit the best of me, and I didn't want to maybe say something and that could have hurt it, but right now I'm to the point where I just, I don't really care. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Well, there it is. Finally, yeah. the five-year mystery is solved. Or not solved, I, I, I say what I do for a living, Joe, as a kid. This is what we do. Yeah, a lot of, we lot come, of... We come in hot for this. Yeah, we did, we did. <laughs> Big season premiere. <laughs> yes. Um... Uh, Go ahead. I guess maybe the one thing I should talk to you about is uh, in our in our absence, I have now started to uh, get back into wrestling. I was just about to bring that up. You've mm-hmm. like really come back and like you watch like SmackDown and like you really mm-hmm. like it's. I'm I'm so happy because now I t- get to talk to somebody while watching like the pay per view because I didn't have anybody to talk to. No one watches wrestling anymore that I that we're friends with. So and I was well, like the lone the gunman. Yeah, we we had Peacock. We've had Peacock now for a year, the, the streaming service. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, we we watched uh, we watched a few shows on there. Um, I think a lot of it was just. I think we had to catch up on Yellowstone, so we watched it on there. Um, there's a new show, Poker Face, which actually is um, was recorded in the Hudson Valley here, where we're from. Any so, good? Eh. Yeah, that's why I didn't. I, I can't stand. I can't stand that girl, Natasha. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Cannot. I can't Leon. stand. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I tried watching some other show on Netflix that she had. Um, and I just, I after one episode, I'm like, I can't. I can't watch this. Like the she first just. You were good, and then they had one episode where they, like, it's like they can't control themselves. They went on this like uh, anti-Republican tirade. Oh Christ! Yeah. And it like it. It got me starting to really not want to watch it, but there, again, because it was filmed here, I kind of have given it a, it, it's holding on. Okay. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm giving it a little bit more. Yeah, that's so many shows than I normally now, would. Yeah. But because we had Peacock, I'm like, <clears throat> I haven't. I'm like, we had these pay-per-views, and I remember when we were in high school, we would sit there and we'd go to. Um, a certain person's house and we'd watch them and I remember like we'd all have to chip in like 10 bucks to watch it because the pay-per-views were so expensive they're like 30 bucks so like depending on how yeah. many of us were there if there was only three of us it'd be 10 but the more people the more you know the less money plus we had to pay for pizza and wings and mm-hmm. but yeah now you just $10 a month and bam there you go you got all the pay-per-views you want for free pretty yeah. much <laughs> so that's why I was like I'm paying for this I might as well watch it right so I end up watching it, and my youngest, I had the whole family out there, and the, my wife fell asleep. I mean, she was in and out of it. She was awake, asleep, awake, but 
I'll, I'll give her credit. She does work early, so I give her. Yeah, you can't uh, fault I give her a little bit of a slack on that. My other, the older daughter, didn't give two flying shits. She could care less. <laughs> the little one actually like kind of watched, and she was a little more intrigued because of like the aerobat or the um, acrobatics of it, and then there was female wrestlers in there, so she was kind of a little more um, paying attention. And so I'm like, all right. So then we started watching it, and then she kind of got away from it, mainly because of school. Um, but now I've been watching, and I've watched the last few pay-per-views, and it's it's not bad. It's not great. It's a fair assignment, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I I think that they need to really go back to, as we talked about in the past, that 80s storyline. And mm-hmm. they kind of are doing that with this bloodline thing. Yeah. It seems like it's continuing to go, but it seems to be the only storyline that is continuing to go. Um... Yeah, so I think, I, I mean, we mentioned how Triple H kind of took over and it, it's uh, really kind of done well where, like, the product has been, I mean, you're kind of lucky you weren't watching a year ago because I think you would have tuned out because it's it was just bad. But it's gotten better. The bloodline, this bloodline angle has been going since, I think, like, April or May it kind of started. <clears throat> and it's uh, it's starting to wind down a little bit. Um, but it's it's probably the, the hottest thing going in pro, in pro wrestling right now. The storyline and so many people are invested in it, and uh, it's it's really really good. And it's it's yeah, it's given a jolt to WWE, I think. But again, like watching that, you you know, back in the uh, in the eighties when or nineties when we watched, you know, you might have a guy who's in a feud. But he would fight like a jobber, and it would be like a, a squash match just to get him in there. And you know, someone would come in to you know mm-hmm. maybe disqualify him or whatnot. But then I'm watching. The, I think it might have been last week. The Sami Zayn guy is mm-hmm. wrestling. He, he comes in and this Barrett Corbin, mm-hmm. like he he wrestles him, and it was like a legit match for like the most part. And then they did have the thing at the end, but like. I like it, but, like, this guy had really nothing to do with it. I think they should, like, integrate more people into it because the roster is so big. Yeah. I mean, there's guys I've, I've, I've been watching now for about three months, and I've seen multiple guys only wrestle one or two times. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you, you do. There's some – that's – it's really kind of become very uh, – yeah, it's very spread out. And – um, you know, you mentioned about the. There's a big stables like a Heenan family. There, big. there is. There's a lot of. You're, you're right there, but that was a stable like, like Bobby Heenan managed him, but like you barely, you didn't really see them together that much. So there are. But I think that's where they could go with it. And well, good. yeah, I, 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 I like, I, I miss that too. Like, there's no, but the, <coughs> excuse me, the thing about that though is that there's no managers anymore. You know, there's one, pretty much. MVP is kind of a manager now for all the uh, African American wrestlers, pretty much. But uh, Paul Heyman is the only guy that's like a legit manager. So uh, you have him, but and he's pretty much just Roman Reigns' manager. And I think sometimes he comes out for the other guys in the bloodline. <coughs> but that's really it. Go. Yeah, I. I- they have a lot of women in, in, you know, wrestling. They don't have a lot of uh, valets, if you will. That's Scarlett Bordeaux. Yeah. However the hell you pronounce her uh, 
French name. She seems to be the only one, right? Yeah, but she only manages um uh the I, cross guy. Yeah. Uh carrying cross, yeah. <clears throat> but that's what I mean, like this whole that whole manager era is dead. Yeah, they need to they need to really bring that back. And I think a problem with it is is if you want to call it a problem, is they've made everyone very good talkers now. It seems like everyone can really talk on the mic and they don't have that guy that, you know, uh you know, the wild Samoans, they don't have Kamala, the guys that don't talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if they brought that back, I think that might... But I wish I could just go there for, like... I wish they would, in a way, do, like, a survey of what wrestling fans want to see and maybe kind of incorporate that. And I think that would help them out tremendously. Yeah, it could. but um, And you're right, because a lot of them do... Talk now. Most of them aren't that good, though. <laughs> you know, uh, but the thing is that the, I, it just seems like no one wants to be a manager. If you look at AEW, they have a ton of like managers, I guess, but they're not like uh, they're all pretty much like wrestlers who are like Billy Gunn, um, Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson was managing Cody Rhodes when he was there, but again, it's just pretty much like a one-person deal. Taz was there. He had this. Um, he had like a stable of guys. What was that? They're not like managers or advisors. Almost. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it is. They're like advisors. And see, that's the problem too. I think a lot of this is, you know, when, when they go to uh, the training center, they, it's it's literally like a college. It seems from what I've been like, you know, reading up on and learn. Like they teach them. Like Dusty Rhodes was actually te- teaching people how to like have mic skills. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think it's better when you have someone that's naturally good at it, not someone that's trained at it. Because now they're more actors. Yeah. And it can make them sound very robotic. You know, you need if you have a guy that just got charisma and flair and he's able to just talk, i.e., a Ric Flair. You know, it it makes it so much better. And I think that's the big problem with it. They're they're training everyone on this and letting them pass the class, if you will, and then just giving them a mic and letting them go. Yeah. I think, you need to you need to have that tier system. Yeah, you know, the Miz, the Miz is I think he he's probably one of my favorite ones on the mic right now. Yeah, he's uh, he was he's definitely like top one of the top five like talkers in wrestling. Like he he just he's very good on the mic. So yeah, I, I think that they need to get more of that. Um, but I, I it's not. And I remember, you know, what kind of turned me off to it was like the whole, um, the Hardy Boys and, and uh, you know, Edge and Christian and, you know, the Dudley Boys with like, the, everything's, you know, they have to have 50 tables, everything had to be, like, they had that, like, almost hardcore scene for, like, where it's saturated. And I think ECW really affected them. And it doesn't seem to be that way now as much. Well, you know what it was? It's this, that the Attitude Era kind of, you're right, it was ECW, it was, uh, ECW influenced w, the, the whole wrestling business as a whole because it was generating all these viewers, and then so, you know, WCW and WWE took kind of notice of that, and they started incorporating that into the, into their product, um, and you mentioned before about the jobbers, and that's one of the reasons why the jobbers aren't around anymore, because... 
when during the Monday Night Wars, you know, you see like say Undertaker versus Barry Horowitz, and then on the other channel you see WCW would put something like uh, I don't know Chris Jericho against Steve Malenko. Like you, you're not gonna you're not gonna watch Undertaker versus Barry Horowitz. You're gonna tune over to the other channel where there's two legit guys fighting each other, and you don't know who's gonna win. So that ended that. Um, so it really like it has lasting effects now because now a lot of that stuff that we kind of grew up on is has disappeared, and the audience wouldn't they wouldn't um, they wouldn't take that now, you know they sometimes they have jobbers for like if there's like a big like uh, like a monster heel they want to kind of put over um, like uh, Braun Strowman when he first kind of came around. Every week he was fighting jobbers and just, like, manhandling them. They were, like, big squash matches. So they, they still kind of do it sometimes. It's, like, once in a blue moon kind of thing. But other than that, it's mostly, like, uh, legit guys against a legit guy. But they have some legit guys who are pretty much jobbers. Like, that Baron Corbin guy you mentioned before, he's sort of like a guy that he'll win every now and then. But for the most part, he's thrown in there as, like, Got to get his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I definitely do see the difference when it comes to uh, you know WWF and NXT because NXT is it, it's bad. It, like, I get it's a developmental territory, but mm-hmm. like it, it's rough watching. It's rough watching some of these matches. Yeah, you know, and. That's the other big thing that I'm, I'm not really a big fan of is the fact that they are, um, they're sloppy. Like, you could see them talking. Like, it's it's amazing when, like, looking at it from when we grew up watching it then and all the shit that they did, the steroids, the drugs, the fucking not sleeping, the, the insanity that it was, you know, the dark side of the ring, if you will, to now where it seems like everything should be much more polished Back then, it was seemed like it was way more polished than it is now. Well, you know what it is. That, that's just my personal. Because <clears throat> nowadays, well, back then, you had all these territories. So a lot of these guys, like if if you remember that the you watch you said you watched the Jake Roberts biography, and at yeah. the, at the beginning he was like, yeah, they put me in the ring, and he would go from like town to town, and he goes, I sucked. I, I was terrible, and I just kind of, like, built my craft up. And that's what a lot of these guys did. Like, there was no internet. There was no, like, I mean, you could do something in Illinois, but we wouldn't know about it in, in New York. So you can go to, like, these small towns and just be shitty, and no one would really give a shit because it didn't go anywhere. So they had all these, they had years to kind of, like, develop but now it's like there's there's still independent and small shows um but for the most part if they get signed to wwe they go through this whole like crash course of like a train of like a a training and then they go to nxt so that's like their like territory i guess you could say like and they learn to to wrestle in in the wwe style and so you're pretty much going from like say like college ball to the to the big leagues there's no like there's no, um, yeah, there's no, there's no double A or triple A to kind of like practice really. Like you just, you're going from one to the other, like so quickly. So that's why a lot of these guys, they, 
they don't know how to talk really, or they they they're like you said, they're sloppy. I, I you know, if you think NXT is sloppy, like AEW is just a botch fest, and so many people get hurt, and it's uh, it's you watch some of these matches and they're scary, man. Like it's these guys like hit their head, and it's like shit, like it's it's too much. It, it's too much. And that's where I think, you know, I I wanted to throw this out before I forget it, but we lived through a very, um, very big change in our lives, and that is the 90s. Mm. When you really think about it, and it, we'll take two different type of uh, things, but like music. Music was, it was very uh, one way, and I'm going to say that Nirvana and the Attitude Era were the downfalls of two things that I loved. You know, yeah. music I thought in the 80s was great. It had it had everything I liked listening to. You know, and different genres and this and that. And then when grunge came out, it kind of killed everything. Okay. And then, and it hasn't, I don't think, recovered since. And now, the Attitude Era was the same with wrestling. It, it, there was a certain way of doing it, and then the Attitude Era came and it ruined it. Well, now, I think it's... yeah. Uh, Nirvana. Um, I don't know about ruining it. They they definitely changed how it is. But that's, you know what though? If it wasn't them, it w- it would have been someone else. Because like music genres of music only last so long. I mean, you look at um, look at new metal, like the whole Limp Bizkit, Corn era. That's kind of started in the late 90s. That only lasted for like four or five years. And then it kind of evolved into like other stuff. And um, I mean, you could, you could say boy bands ruined uh, music. You could say, you know, Britney Spears ruined music. You could really kind of pinpoint a, a few things from, from the 90s. that said like, oh, this kind of ruined it or this ruined it. Um, to me, I think what ruined music is... Uh, is uh like that um what the hell is like like the Katy Perry kind of music Miley Cyrus I think that bubble sort of pop. what was that the girl bubblegum not yeah that and also um uh, I can't think of his name who's the guy that died a few years ago uh Avicii I think like that kind of killed music um so you could Where they stop playing instruments Pretty much, yeah. Like you, no one plays intru- yeah. instruments anymore. Like the rock bands, they're so like few and far between now. And like they'll, if you ever, I mean, I, I don't watch it, but sometimes I look at the nominees on like who's in the rock category for like the move the music awards, and I'm looking at these. I'm like, that's not rock. Like this is just like this is shit. Jethro <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Jethro Tull. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I can't really, I don't even know, I can't even tell you who they are because I don't know them, but I'll, like, see, like, all right, let me check these guys out, and it's not rock. It's, like, like, uh, Post Malone. And I'm, like, that, that's, that's not, yeah. that's not rock. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but this isn't yeah. rock. This is, like, speaking over a beat, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, I tried to listen to the, I solely listen to podcasts now, like, on my way to work, I just listened to them, and I was in my uh, in my car the other day, and the one car I have, one of the squad cars I have, does not have Bluetooth 
gotta I gotta hear some you know noise. So I put on uh, the station, the the one that we always would listen to, the the rock alternative. And I'm like, it's all classic, if you will, classic music now. There's no new stuff on it. It's all old stuff that we listened to in high school. And I'm like, this is terrible. And I ended up putting on an oldies channel, and they played stuff from like the 60s. Like there was Hendrix, but then there was like 80s stuff. And I'm like, I like this. Like, as you said, probably about a year ago, that you listened to the same channel your dad listens to. Yeah, I listen, if I'm... If I'm not listening, if like if my wife's in the car or something, and we and like there's like satellite radio is terrible because it's the, I just can't really listen. It's I feel like they play the same shit over and over again. I listen to CBS FM all the time, all the That's time me now. And my wife's, me and my wife's conversation all the time. And and you know what they and they play stuff from like the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I, 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 they, CBS FM plays stuff that like now I'm old and listen. <laughs> so like, and I used to like. Yeah. Asked my dad, I'm like, why do you listen to this crap? And now I get it. I, I like he listened to stuff from yeah. when he was a kid. Now I'm listening to stuff when I was a kid on the same channel all these years later. And it, it's it, it's just funny how it kind of works out. You know, you don't think of that like I remember when I was a kid thinking like I wonder if they're gonna play music from like my era, like my the music I'm listening to now. And sure enough, they are. Like you hear like uh, Pearl Jam on there. And it, it's just, it, it's fucking mind-boggling, and it's weird. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I kind of look at that, like, I was thinking about this the other night when I was watching uh, Raw, and I'm like, Nirvana is what changed music, if you don't want to say ruined, it changed music, and then the Attitude Era changed wrestling, and watching it, it's just, it's very, it, like, I'm enjoying the product that's out there because it's entertaining, but it's not what I like. And I wish that there were changes. And when I see, when I do see a spark of a change that would, that kind of brings me back to the eighties and you know, ni- early nineties wrestling, I'm like, I like this. It, like, I can get into it. Me too. And, but then there's other times where I'm just like, I, I just, I don't get it. Like there's a, uh, there's, the- I'm not trying. I'm, There's a uh, there's a wrestler now called uh, Gunther. He used to be called Walter. Yes. Um, and when he was when he was in, he used I like that guy. To, oh my god, I love this dude. When he when you would have liked him even better, mm-hmm. when he was in NXT Europe and in NXT, he was like he actually had like more meat on his bones. He was like he was like kind of like fat. He's fat, right? Yeah, and he used to and I feel like he's like an old school guy. Like he just beats the shit out of people. And when he got to the main roster, he lost, like, a bunch of weight. So he kind of looks, to me, he looks a little weird now. But he's, like, a guy like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, But he's, like, legit. And, he's and like, he actually bought, like, some prestige back to the Intercontinental title, which I love. Because now it's, like, a big deal again. Where for, I would say, almost 20 years, like, no one gave a shit. It was, like, a, it was like a jobber title, pretty much. Like, they it got ruined. Yeah. So it... He, yeah, he, he brought it back. I love it, and and he's like probably my favorite wrestler right now. And I know you kind of started watching around now. Go back to there's a pay per view called Clash at the Castle. It was in late August or early September, and watch his match with Yeah, right. It did. Uh, it, it was in Europe. So and watch his match with Sheamus. You'll love it. I'm telling you, fantastic match. It got uh, it got universally like liked from like everybody. Like everyone thinks it was like one of the best matches of 2022. It was uh, it's fantastic. But he's the guy that like 
sort of reminds me of like that old school wrestling. He does like a lot of like the old school holds, and and people yes. are digging it, man. Like, and and I think like a lot of these wrestlers can kind of learn a lot from. Him. He's a big dude, but he doesn't. He doesn't wrestle like a big dude. Like he wrestles like, no. like a like a how guys from the like the late if, if he came out in like the late eighties early nineties like I think he a big Bret Hart yeah not as technical but a bigger Bret Hart like can work his ass moves. off yeah I I like him I and I didn't like it because again I didn't watch for a while and like the Sheamus guy he uh, he was always in like uh, commercials and he would show up to like a lot of NASCAR things and I'd see him and he was like kind of over the top and I'm like I don't really like him. but him and um, the other um, Mick there uh, small guy no no the big guy that he's buddies with they're both Irish I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name I, I don't even, I don't know his name I know the little guy the uh, butch that that he that hang around no, him. they were in the rumble they were they were yeah, yeah, much. I know. He, okay, yeah, yeah. All right. He's got, he's got Harry. He, he's a big guy. Yeah. He had, the, he had the world title for a while, but uh, he like, I kind of look at them and I'm looking and I'm, I'm like, you know, they, they have a little bit of like a demolition, uh, Legion of Doom type of vibe to them. Like they come in, they beat the shit out of Pete. Drew McIntyre. I like that. Yeah. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, he's good too. Um, he's good too. Yeah, I like them. Uh, I like this Otis guy. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I actually text you about it. I think him and the um, that other big uh, New Zealand guy. Uh, uh, like Bronson Creed, type. yeah. They, yeah they, they, I think that... It, you're right. They would be the perfect next natural disaster. I wish they like, did, yeah. I think if you put those two against Sheamus and that, that would be a hell of a match. That would be like a old school... You know, like uh, uh, powers of pain, demolition type of fight. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, when you, I didn't really. Th- I always kind of noticed they have the same body type, but when you kind of mentioned like put them together, I'm like, hey, you know that that could work because they could both wrestle really well, and they're just like these. They're like sh- uh, brick shit houses. Like they're they're yeah. they're not they're they're not they're f- balls. yeah like they're fat, but they're like solid fat, agile. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you hit them with the truck, and it'll fuck the truck will be totaled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of guy. I like that. I like uh, that Gable guy. Um, He's good. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. He's good, but he can't talk for shit. No. He can't talk no. for shit. Very plain. And that's, that's always what I felt like held him back. Like if he if he would if he had a manager, I think he'd kind of would do a lot better because you'd have a mouthpiece for him. Um, well, that's what I don't get. Like his old lady, it is not very uh, a good wrestler because she was in that match the other night. Yeah, and I'm like, if she just managed him, I think it could be a lot better because she could, you know, work that. But yeah, I it, and it, the other thing I I noticed about this is like. Back in the day, you never knew. Like you know, I'm sure Sherry banged every guy out there. Um, yeah. You know, all, all all these like you know, Rock and Robin was probably doing everyone. Now it's like in the open, like the Miz and, and uh, what's the name are married. Yeah. You know, like they, they 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 put put it out there that these guys that they're together. And so I start I started looking at that, and then like I was like, let me see who we're actually dating. And I went on it, and I get all these guys are scumbags. <laughs> <It's> like, they, <laughs> They are like man whores. Yeah, there's a lot, man. Like, 
everyone's no, banging each other back there. Yeah, like they're all Eskimo brothers. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They're all Eskimo brothers. Like, and you know, you look at John Cena, and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, he's this this great actor now." And yeah, or I don't want to say great actor, but he's this actor now. And, but he, I guess, he was like a man whore on the roster there. Yeah, he uh, he had he made his rounds. Yeah. But yeah, I, and then there's like a few guys, uh, Paul Ziegler. Like I, I watch him, and I think he could be good. But it seems like they're not giving certain guys So, <clears throat> Ziggler, Ziggler's been around a really long time, and he had moments where he kind of, like, was pushed, and then it just just got pushed back. And it's, it's really weird. Like, he would climb up, get up there, and then fall right back down. And I think eventually they just kind of... St- like, he's pretty much used as, like, a guy to, like... He always reminded me of a Mr. Perfect, like the way he would bump, like his bumps, like they were just kind of like bouncing all over the place, like a like a uh, like a pinball, and he uh, he just never really kind of he got the world title I think once or twice, um, but they weren't really memorable reigns, um, like they're very short. Um, but he just kind of now he's just there, um, and. Uh, yeah, he uh, just, I don't know, he never really kind of, I think if he debuted now, I think he'd have a better chance, but he's been around for so long that uh, his time is pretty much past. Like, I don't think he's going to ever climb back up there, but, uh, yeah, he's really good. And so it's unfortunate that he kind of never really got to shine that well. But again, like, another guy that I think that if you, Bobby Heenan, you know, early Bobby Heenan, like, before, mm-hmm. like before the Heenan family, even where he was a manager, but then he also would hop in and wrestle every once in a while. I think he would be in a good thing for that. Yeah, if he took like a young guy under his wing and tried to you know push him, mm-hmm. and you know if he had to, he could wrestle every once in a while. Not you know. Yeah. That. Well, I think that's um, what they're doing with the MVP. Like he kind of wrestles every now and then, but he's mainly a manager now. But you know, he's just like a mid card manager, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, and. I think that they really, uh, the problem is they don't, they're integrating everyone in the, it, like a big mix. Like you have Braun Strowman fighting little guys. You have, you know, uh, like, I like seeing the Titans fight. You know, I, I like this Bobby Lashley, uh, um, what's his name? Brock Lesnar type mm-hmm. thing that they have going on. And I think if they maybe even threw like a third person in there, another big guy, like Bray Wyatt, I think that, that, that would be a, like a good, you could have a really good story, I think, with that. Like, who is the who is the monster? Yeah. The thing with that, though, is that sometimes it looks really good on paper, but then when they have the match, it's just shit. Like, some guys just can't mesh well with other people. Like, Brock Lesnar's yeah. really good if he's fighting someone else that's really, like, like a Seth Rollins kind of guy. Like, someone that could really kind of, like, showcase their talents by, like, bumping for them a lot. Um... So it can kind of it can kind of backfire in that sense too. Um, like now at WrestleMania, I think they're doing that big black guy almost who can't wrestle for shit against Brock Lesnar. And and the big thing online now is they're saying that Vince McMahon kind of sort of pushed that through. Like he kind of got in Triple H's ear and saying like this is I kind of like like to see these guys kind of match up and. There's a, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on about that. Um, They're trying to make a warrior Hogan? 
don't know about Warrior Hogan, more like uh, Undertaker Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> Kind of thing, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, because like, almost is just like he's big. He's a huge dude. Like I think he's like seven foot two or something like that. But he can't really wrestle. Like he's just he's like a power guy, which is, for, I yeah. mean, in his defense, like that's pretty much what these guys are. Like these big dudes. Like they don't, you don't look at them and think that you're gonna have like a five star match. You think like, all right, this guy's gonna just powerhouse his way through this match and that's kind of like what he does so it yeah, is what it is yeah go go on youtube you'll, you'll see some clips that it, it's it's not very impressive <laughs> you know like um, yeah like even this uh seth rollins like i like his uh charisma but like i'm not seeing it yeah i don't know i'm with you too i think he's very, a he's a great wrestler yeah, but there's there's something about him I just don't really. He's a great wrestler and he can talk, but I, I don't. I just never got it. And a lot of people online love him, but I just never really saw it. He, uh, he was part of that whole Shield faction from like ten years ago. Um, I just I I just was never a big fan of his. So, but I mean, teach their own. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I am. I am enjoying coming back into it. It's. Uh, it's definitely a. Uh, you got to take notes because th- there's just. It seems like there's so many people. Everyone, you know, every. Every show I'm watching, I'm like, oh, this is a new guy. You know, this there's a new guy to me, and it's it's very hard to keep track. Well, some are because I didn't really watch that well. I didn't. I watched. I I would like dabble in it, but for like a good, almost a year, I really. Like, I would watch, but I wouldn't really watch, watch. So there's some guys that are on, I'm like, I don't really know this guy. Like, I, um, so I, it, it's, it's, I'm learning, I'm still learning too, you know? And I, I think I've been watching pretty much a lot, but, yeah, like I said, there's some guys that they come out, I'm like, who the hell is this dude? You know, just kind of came out of nowhere yeah. for me. I know that they, uh, what was it WrestleMania last year? I think that Bad Bunny was there. Like I don't like that, but it seems like this Logan Paul guy can actually do things. Like the two matches that I've seen him in the Rumble and when he came out at uh, Elimination Chamber, I'm like, he's kind of got some moves. Like he, he. Uh, I was very surprised how good he is. Because I thought the same thing. I think he wrestled last year at WrestleMania. I think was it WrestleMania? I think it was WrestleMania. He wrestled and I was like, holy shit! Like he can actually. You can hold his own, like, and most of these like celebrities, they come in, they do a few things, and that's it. But the guy, like, kind of, he can wrestle. I was, I was really impressed. Carl Malone, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, so I was, I was impressed. But I mean, if you look, he's, he's, a, he's a boxer on the side. His brother's a boxer, so like they have that training behind him. You know, so yeah. he, he, he didn't just come off the street, kind of thing. Like he. He trained in boxing, and I guess he trained in other stuff too. But he uh, he can he can do all right. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm like I said, I'm pleasantly surprised tomorrow because we are again we're recording on a Thursday. Tomorrow is uh, another night of it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going into I guess WrestleMania season. So yeah. The, so know, they're, they're pumping that up a lot. Yeah, it's a good time to watch because then after WrestleMania things sort of start they they kind of reset a little bit and you can kind of like start fresh. So you you kind of entered at a good time. Uh, 
not to move away from wrestling, but we just came off the Super Bowl a month ago, and uh, yes. we haven't really been here. Uh, you did not have your annual Super Bowl festivities. No. no it was a very uh, subdued day. Yeah. It was... I don't want to say it was enjoyable, but it was it was relaxing. Good. Well, that's good. I like I like throwing a party like that. It, it's just because I like it's more I like having everyone there. If I could have someone to come in and clean and cater and clean up, I would I probably enjoy it. But when you're hosting it, it's just such a it's such a hassle. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really is. And my wife's like a, a neat freak, so like it's literally three days beforehand we we're cleaning everything. Like, I mean, I'm cleaning stuff that I didn't even know was in the house. Right. Like, I think she brings stuff in to clean it and then, like, gets rid of it afterwards. It it, it just turns into a nightmare and of just work for me that I don't need, especially with, you know, my job and everything. And I just didn't want to deal with it. And, like, it was it was kind of nice just sitting there and it was very relaxed. Being able to watch the game. I, I, like I said, I did, I did miss everyone, you know, being there, but it, it just... I uh, I don't blame you. Uh, we uh, were having like some family over on uh, Saturday for because my, my daughter it's my daughter's third birthday next week, so we're having some like just just family over, and I'm like I'm dr- I'm dreading the fucking preparation for it, and I'm dreading the fucking cleanup, and that's yeah. not nearly as much as a Super Bowl party. So yeah. I. When you you said you weren't going to do it, and you told me why, I'm like, you know, I get it. Like, <laughs> I just, it sounds awful. Like just having people over, and they leave, and you got to be stuck with the mess, and it, it's it's brutal, man. So, but I did, I did, I did and miss I, you. I did miss everybody. Yeah, I mean, it, and I think if it was maybe like more of a uh, like Super Bowl, it, it, a lot of it is based around the food and this and that. Where like if you were to have a barbecue, you know. You're making hot dogs, hamburgers, everyone eats and then they're done. Like there's not a lot of stuff with it. It's condiments, it's you know, buns, mm-hmm. it's burgers and dogs, and you know, maybe a few salad, you know, potato salads, mm-hmm. shit like that. And it's it's simple. But when you have this, like you, we have hot trays, we got the, the it's just it's so much, and then you know the noise and with my mom downstairs and everything like that. It's just like, you know, I'm, I'm sure she was relieved this year because you know, she, there wasn't a lot of you know, she she likes to just kind of sit in her room relax um so it was definitely a lot easier for her to have to not deal with that and again like i said i miss it but it's just uh it was it was a lot the game i, I fucking it, the chiefs now have they've moved into the patriots role they I, have. I don't like them and again i don't think that they're that great of a team and i know a lot of people will say you know oh you know Mahomes and kelsey but that's it. Like I, I don't look at their defense as being great. I, I, I just, I did not. I, I'm not a big Kansas City. It was truther. a, it was a good game. Thing was, uh, is that the Eagles. I mean, not, I'm not taking anything away from the Eagles, but they, they had an easy schedule. And same thing with the Giants. Giants yeah. had an easy schedule too. That's just, but that's just how it was. Like these, they were all these these teams that were shit for the last couple of years. Like the NFL makes an easier schedule for them and that's just how it always went so the Eagles kind of had an easy path to get there and then when they got there and they, and they held their own they did pretty well but you know the, the Chiefs were just a better team and the Chiefs I didn't think were that good you know 
No. And, uh, you know, but I don't, the NFL, I don't like their receiving core other than Kelsey. I, they're running backs. Uh, I, who's their running back? Every week it's a different guy. The NFL is desperate. You see, Tom Brady's gone. They're desperate to have a new face now. And they're yeah. overjoyed at the fact that this new face is an African-American man, especially with all the controversy the last couple of years with the flag and all that stuff. So now they're thrilled. And I could see it starting to backfire a little bit now. Because now, you're right, like the Chiefs are becoming the new Patriots. Like they're always in the Super Bowl. They're always in the AFC Championship game. They're always just there. And it, you're going to see getting, some... They're getting calls. They're getting... Yeah. You know, there was a bunch of bad calls. It's oh, absolutely. It's Patriots-esque. It is. And, it's, and I can't help but think, like, this is like just... They want this guy to be the new face of, of the of the of the organization, and that you're right. Like that, that there was that uh, I think it was like a bullshit holding call at the end of the game, toward the end of the game, and now people you know people are kind of there's always a call in the Super Bowl that everyone kind of says change the game or like favorite of the team, but um, throughout the playoffs there was a lot of questionable shit and. A lot of questions. Yeah, there, there was. And it, yeah, so it, it, it just reminded me of the Patriots all over again, and this is kind of what's going to be happening. And so I, I don't know. And and his his brother is is Jesus Christ. Do you know Patrick Mahomes' brother? Do you see this this doof? Yeah, between that and Holy his wife, I like shit. It. Yeah, Patrick. I'll, I'll take Giselle Boonshin every any time with Brady over them too. Pat Mahomes is doing an interview and is. Doofy brothers behind him doing a TikTok dance. Did you see that? Yeah. I'm like, Jesus, fuck, man. If if I, if I was him, I'd turn around and be like, get the fuck off the field. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he did, um, where was it? Was it on the, I think it was the Cardinals in Arizona. Like, he did, like, a TikTok dance in front of the, the, the Pat Tillman statue. And I'm just like, you fuck. Like, this is this is why I hate this generation. It's like, there's no respect. It's just all this bullshit TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat shit. Yeah. I, like I said, it's, it's everything. I just, I'm like, even with hockey now, like, I'm just, I love, I love hockey. Don't get me wrong, but like, the, the trade deadline here, it's, it, you're getting it's turning a little bit in the basketball like the, the good teams are are just stacking teams you know mm-hmm. players and the bad teams are just being bad and it, i don't know when it's going to like wash out and you know they try to put in salary caps and and, and you know they, they, it's just none of it's working out and it's almost like they need a complete reset yeah I was watching. I was re, I was rewatching the Last Dance documentary. The, the whole thing about the Chicago Bulls. I think it was like eight or ten parts, and uh, it just made me miss like that era where like guys stuck to one team, good or bad. Yeah. And, and they they try and like you never you you didn't see Patrick Ewing go to like the Lakers like or like you know or whatever. Like guys just. Like they were loyal to that one team, and they stayed on that team. Nowadays, it's like people just fly anywhere the hell they want, and salary caps bullshit because they always find ways around that. Um, and then I see the other day the Rangers got Patrick Kane, and I'm thinking Patrick Kane is still playing. <laughs> like 
I remember I remember Patrick Kane when we did fantasy hockey like ten years ago. <laughs> And I'm like, holy shit. Because, like, it's funny. Like, I look at hockey. And I'm like, I don't know a single person anymore. But then I'm looking. And I'm like, oh, I know this guy. And I know this guy. And I know this guy. And some of these guys are just, like, they're still out there. But I, I, I forgot all about Patrick Kane. And there he is. <laughs> now he's on the Rangers. And, listen, I have no problem with, like, Carl Malone. You know, he, or uh, a few players. Like, you know what? If, and I'll, I'll say this. Charles Barkley was my favorite player he started in philly you know he uh he missed the championship there he comes in he was a good player and he was looking for more money i get it like and they were trying to build in phoenix then you know he was at the twilight of his career he tried to go to houston to win a a a ring i get certain things like that certain players um ray bork you know he was on boston forever he goes to colorado to get a cup i get that like you know at certain points, like, players devote themselves to a team, a city, this and that. But then at the end of the thing, you know, there is a little bit of pride then when it comes to it and career achievement. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with that. But, like, even, like, looking at LeBron, I mean, Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland. Like, he bounced everywhere, around, um, yeah. But I think he was on yeah, – was, no, he was on good. Boston. Yeah, he uh, – he, 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 yeah, uh, I, I, like, I'll go and I'll like, I'll just sit on like Wikipedia and I'll like pull up a player and then like I'll see another player like that he was on a team and like they're on like seven different teams and it's like, I get if you're a journeyman type of player you know, out of player so you you, you know you, you might fit a depth role and mm-hmm. that's what you do but like right. some players just they just bounce and bounce like they're just trying to always get to that cup thing and I or a championship and I just I don't like it. Hmm. You know, Brady, he he did his whole career with, you know, the Patriots. They felt that it was time to move on, you know, right, wrong, or indifferent. And he went and he said, you know, I still have a few years left. Let me do that. You know, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan wasn't winning a, uh, he wasn't winning a uh, Super Bowl with the Colts. And he does Falcons. Carson Wentz wins, his, wins a Super Bowl. And now he's bounced around for, I think, three or four teams now, and he just got cut uh, yesterday, I think, or today. Yeah, I saw that. Like, yeah. You know, I just, it, I just don't like the way that it is now. Like, yeah. Everything about it. Like, so, you know, it, it's 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 that. It's, this, it's the salary cap because some teams just can't. Like, all these guys, they want more money, and... These teams just can't afford to have two. Like, there's this thing going on with the Giants now where they want to keep both Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, but there's a, a question mark if they don't know if they can keep both of them because they're both entering that year now of, of uh, they could become free agents and get more money. And I don't know if Daniel Jones will find <laughs> more money anywhere, but Barkley sure as hell will. So it's kind of like a. Uh, it's a lot of greed that comes with this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so th- th- there's a lot of things that come into play um, along with now, winning championships. Two, who do you want to keep? Oh, Barkley. Jones. Okay. Jones did. Jones had a really good year, but he only had one really good year. You look at the last couple years; they weren't that great. If. I think if he, I don't know. I, I I think Barkley, I think Barkley would come back to haunt them if they let him go. And I think he, 
as long as he stays healthy, which he did this year, I, I think he, if he stayed healthy the last five years, it'd be a no-brainer who they keep. But the fact that he's, out of five years, he was hurt almost the whole season for three of them, it, it kind of puts a big question mark on him. Well, can he can he last longer? He's getting up there in age. I think like the decline for a running back is at age 30, and he's inching closer to it. Um, how many years would you give him? If you if you were the GM, how many years would you give him? Three. That's what I was gonna say. Three. I'd maybe give him three years. Fourth. With the yeah. fourth option, yeah, three years would be about right. Daniel Jones is good, but he uses his legs a lot. That's that's what kind of bailed him out this year. His legs, but one injury and bam, that's done. You know. Yeah, that's where like I'm looking at uh, who's it L- Lamar Jackson. And, yeah. You know, he's sitting there like. He's in this contract dispute or whatever they want to call it. You know, they're not trying to, they're being a little hush-hush about it. But it, it takes one injury, and he's a running he's a running quarterback. An ACL injury, and he's done for a year and a half. And you're paying him, and you're paying him an exorbitant amount of money. Like, a quarter, he wants guaranteed money. Yeah, a quarterback like that has a very short shelf life. Where you look at a guy like Brett Farr, who lasted so long, but you didn't see him running all over the place. Like he, he used his arms. And that's his career. He used his legs, but at the, he got smarter. Yeah, but because he knew he knew it wasn't going to last long. It's just how it is, and so if, if Daniel Jones does not have a great arm, like he he's decent, um, but I, I wouldn't put him top ten. I wouldn't put in top ten. Like, you're looking at quarterbacks now, and they're putting up huge numbers, but I don't look at them like great quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, you know, when I think of like the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, I'm like Montana, uh, Young, um, you know, like those guys, like the the Favre, Manning, like, yeah, like they, Drew Brees, like these guys, like. Uh, who's the one quarterback on uh, the Chargers? The young kid, uh, Herbert. Herbert, yeah. He's putting up like, yeah, he's putting up huge numbers, but it's like, who's he throwing to? Like, I don't really see a great receiving core. He has very good depth, but like, he's putting up huge numbers, but it's not, it's not, it's not showing any wins. Right. You know, like, he might have a Marino West career. You know, put up at, at the time the most passing yards, but never win a. a, a a Super Bowl, like mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know. I'm, the NFL is it's it's very weird. And taking that, yeah, two or three years off where I did, coming back and watching it, I'm like, eh, eh. it's a different like, game. I wasn't interested. Like I, w- I would watch a game if it was on, but I wouldn't sit there and like if something else was on or we had a, a TV show to watch, I would turn on the TV show. Like I, I wasn't fully in, fully vested. Yeah, I, I've I've kind of become the same. Like I pay attention because of fantasy and and the giant. I mean, the last couple of years, I really like around like October, early November. I I was done pretty much. But this year, I kind of lasted long because of the Giants. But once the Giants were out, like even the Super Bowl, like, I didn't really give a shit. I just I I don't care. Like I I just uh, it, it's just I don't know. There's just no one I really care about, and it's just not really exciting to me anymore. Um, yeah, I don't know. And plus, I lost a lot of money, yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, 
Well, that was the other thing that was nice. I didn't really, uh, I didn't win anything this year, but I was only in like two box pools. Oh, really? And, yeah, and where normally we would, we would always be gambling at the house and things like. I, I didn't, I didn't do any online betting. Like it was just, it was a very, it was a very low key Super Bowl. Yeah. I'm, I, I liked it in a way, and I mean, maybe one day we will bring back the party. It's just, it, I, I don't know. It, Give it time. Give yeah, it some time. It, yeah, that um, you know, I got I got my racing now. That's back, so I'm happy about that. Right. And the wife is not because that that pretty much takes up my entire week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm I'm working on getting her to another race this year. Maybe maybe two. Oh, we'll good see. luck. So, <laughs> good luck. Oh, yeah. well, all right. Well, let's let's wind this down. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram, Bull Ring PC, Facebook under Joe Tom or Bulls in the Ring. You can find us on Google Play, Spotify, uh, Podbean, Podcoin, and Apple Music. Hit the subscribe button and rate and review us so other people can find us because we are back. And uh, anything like to add? Happy fifth anniversary again. Yes, happy fifth anniversary. I Like I said, I think uh, with the new revelation and maybe not having to be as uh, secretive or as discreet. I don't want to say secret. Discreet. They, you know, we, we can be a little, a little bit more open, and hopefully that will get maybe a little bit more uh, different content in. We can you know discuss different things, different ways, and I think we I think maybe like a rebirth here. We need we needed to we needed to uh, we needed to go and, and be like uh, what's his name. Aaron Rodgers, go you know do some uh, ayahuasca in the in the woods there, and, and we're back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know all I know is, is once you retire, we're gonna open up that can of worms. And I, I I know you got a lot of stories to tell, so that should be oh, exciting. Yeah. So look forward to that. Yeah. So all right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. I'm Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring.